vibe check. <laughs> so, that's the weirdest way we started the episode. <laughs> Malcolm, can I just say bow? Yeah, we said bow. Like I said, welcome to vibe check. We check the vibe of theater makers industry using the world's universal language of music. To my left, I'm joined with regular co-host Ben Kwashi, who would like to let you know that with his trim, he's now six foot seven and not six foot five. Got come out. I've got come out. We've got Aruna. I, I definitely didn't prepare my intro for this one, so I'm just saying this is my guy. This is my guy. No, Aruna Jala. Right. There we go. Ah, <laughs> they're plotting already. No. They're plotting already. You know. They're plotting. <laughs> Scheming. Scheming. Recorded, you know. I'm I'm here with Kai Shaw. Mm-hmm. Actor, brilliant friend, he can do his own trims now. He is his own barber, he cheats on his barber with himself. Doesn't make sense, but he's doing The video receipts to come. And I'm joined by Birmingham's finest, member of Strictly Arts Theatre Company, who, of course, are the creators of the fantastic show that is Freeman, and was recently part of Pilot Theatre's production of Cronk Tonight. I'm joined by Amy Powwow Powell. Hey. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. good. I'm um it's warm today. It's a hot one. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Are you in your just to let everyone know that Amy's got a new apartment? Clap up, clap up there. Amy's got hey, a new come on. Hey. So are, you in, are you in your apartment currently? You at your I am actually. So hey. I'm, I'm still in the pro. So can you see this over here? I bought this the other day. Hold tight, mm. IKEA. The mm-hmm. real stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, I'm sort of I'm still living between like my family home and this home. So there's like things mm-hmm. here, there, and everywhere. So I'm actually in like you know like one of them. Um, you know like no expense bed over here. Finished. I fully thought it was a Christian until you turned around. I'm there. You got to do what you got to do, man. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Let's dive straight into this. So, as you already know, we will start off with the song that uh, our guests most recently listened to before they hopped on our show, and that was "Bad" by Tiana Taylor off of the album by Tiana Taylor, Tiana Taylor's brand new album. Thoughts, yes. feelings. Well gone for this album. Chat to me. I like it. Um, this was a question for me, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really like it. I was, I, I really, um, I, I like that. It felt a lot more personal, to be honest. Mm. Um, you know, the whole intro and like mm-hmm. you can hear her husband, like when when she gave birth to their daughter and stuff. So I really like that. I thought it was it was very personal. But this song stood as soon as I listened to it. This song stood out for me straight away because um, it just felt like it felt like something Rihanna would do. Mm-hmm. It totally felt like that, so I was like, okay. But yeah, I am. Um, I, I love it. I think. I think it's great. I think mm-hmm. it's really, really great. That's what I was thinking as well when I first heard it. I was like, oh, she's on. She's on this vibe. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But what yeah. I like about this album a lot as well is the the artistry. Like, she's she always was very flexible in what she could do. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like in this yeah. album, it's a it's a really really good compilation of all of the tools that she's picked up across yeah because she started young like real young and, and you know what I've, i was talking to my friend about this the other day and i remember her the first time i ever saw her mm-hmm. 
yeah. was on um, my Super Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Do you remember that show? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I, I never sweet. forget her, but and she, she came out like a Barbie doll. She came mm-hmm. out like in this box and mm-hmm. then like delivered her into a party. But like the, that whole episode, I was like, I don't like this person. Mm-hmm. But she was just young, any. And then like when she, mm-hmm. like her previous album, <clears throat> when like that was the, that was the first. Um, if I'm honest, I, I hadn't listened to any other music before then mm. um and that album i was like whoa like i was like yeah she's grown up <laughs> she's mm. grown up a hell of a lot which album was that was that the kanye produced one or the, what? the what the kanye produced one i think so one. yeah the one with them um, rose in harlem oh um, yeah, yeah that yeah. album yeah 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 and yeah it was yeah, yeah good do you know what i've got a confession i have not listened to any tiana taylor album but this one this is my first like I've never, yeah, there's not one. So I'm learning about her yeah. as well. But what, like, when I'm, what my cousin <laughs> said, as she said, it's, it sounds like the same stuff. And I'm not sure about that, but like, is there, do you think there's growth in this album compared to our older stuff? I, I think so. Like, as in, I've only, I only listened to her previous one and this one. So I don't have like, I'm not aware of a whole back catalogue. But um, I yeah, I definitely feel like this one it, it feels different. Like I say, it feels a lot more personal. Um, and I've yeah, just lyrically, it feels different. I think I, in terms of maybe I can understand what they're saying in terms of um, it's, it's it's yeah, it's similar style, but I do feel lyrically it's different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Lyrically different mm. style. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that kind of has maturity though, in a way. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah definitely. All right, let's dive cool. into the song selection section, as we like to call it. I mean, you guys already know how this works as well. But uh, we send our guests nine questions, and they choose three of those questions and answer them with a song. And the first song that we have is "Dangerously in Love" by Beyonce. Well, technically, it's Destiny's Child, but classic. It's really, really Beyonce. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, it is technically it is Destiny Child. It was it was on their um, on their Survivor oh, album, yeah. but yeah. then she did do a version on her Crazy in Love album, and that that is the version that I listen to more. It's it's basically the same thing. It's like, it sounds like <laughs> the tiniest bit different, but it's the same thing. <laughs> she was probably, they were probably like look bit Beyonce look. Um, we need another song. <laughs> she was probably like, back. Work smart, not hard. Yeah, Good. exactly. It's the equivalent. Of, you know, when someone goes, do me a monologue. Do a monologue now. And you break, you go, ah, this one. It's that. It's the equivalent of that. <laughs> Pull it out. Pull it out. So, <laughs> I'm so glad no one could do that to me because they can't be like, produce a plane now. <laughs> it's never <Yeah>. happening. <laughs> Make me a budget now. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm saying this is your go-to shower song. That's my guest arena. What you say? Because I don't like you going last. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you going last anymore. <laughs> on. Oh, uh, what did I put? Uh, last production reminds you of your last production. Okay. Okay. What did I? What did I originally have? Come on, Stop changing up your answers, man. <laughs> <laughs> these are always with these last minute changes. Um, yeah, a song that reminds you of your last production. Okay, Amy. Mm. 
What's the answer? Shower song. Shower song. Hey, what was that about Elsa? Yeah. Arena? What was that? I can't hear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dubs over here. Hi. Dubs over here. Do you know, do you know why I said that? You're in the production, yeah, Kai. Do you know why I said that though? Because th- that's what you and Lisa would always sing backstage. You sang that a lot. <laughs> she said, "Where?" You sang that a lot. I don't know if you don't realize this, but you sang it a lot backstage. Hold on, can I just? <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I'm, you definitely. I, I really don't. You definitely. No, we definitely didn't. Okay. That's that's what we sang the most. One of many no. songs that you sang the most. I disagree. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that I got the shower song right. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you got a W. The, hey, listen, the amount of times people will be saying shower songs and giving us songs, I'm like, that's not a shower song. But then they come through and that's the answer. It's very confusing. So I appreciate yeah, this move. Think? Thank you very much, Amy. You're welcome. But what what made you what made you pick that one? Why? It's one of them songs that you just you just don't feel nice about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like how can I put this? I feel like the perfect shower song is halfway between, you know, your early morning Sunday playlist and mm-hmm. your gym playlist. That's what the perfect shower song is. It's energetic, yeah. but yeah. it's it's smooth and kind of yeah. makes you feel good about yourself. I feel like that depends on the person, personally. Let me just interject real quick. Go you got onto me for picking particular times and then you said in between the gym and <laughs> This time, yeah. Uh, now you got it right. You're not even. Yeah. No, look, man. It is what it is, man. Keep it stepping. The thing, you know, the thing is, right? With dangerously, dangerously in love, is it, there's so many like, it's so like riffy, and there's so many like pretty bits mm. at the beginning, at the end. Mm. That mm. the acoustics in the in the, the bathroom is just perfect for it. Mm. So, like, of, of all my shower sets, because I've got a Cardi B set, um, I've got an Amy White set. And I got to be on the set. But that's like, that is my. Come with the set. Dex in the top. I love it. Amy's concerts, Amy's show concerts. Like. That's dope, though. But yeah. I don't know. That, that, the thing about the shower song for me, though, yeah, is that when I wake up, my brain's all over the place. So I'm thinking like a thousand things at once. So I have to play music that calms my mind down so that I can continue with my day. Okay. You know what I mean? Which is that's why, like, fair. that's that's why I feel like the people that we got the shower songs right were those kind of people. Mm. Okay, interesting, interesting. We're learning. We're learning. Mm. <laughs> Next tune. Next tune is the radio edit of "Woman Trouble" by Artful Dodger featuring Craig David. Uh, 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 uh. Now. Th- I'm trying to figure out which one this actually is, because. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I know. I knew. I know what it is. Yes, you should know. I know, but I don't know which one it is specifically. Go on, go on. This has got to be a song that reminds you of your last production, surely. But yeah, 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 surely. Also, I'd just like to say to the people, yeah, because I've noticed this with every episode we've recorded. (laughs) We get these songs a day before, so we get these songs yesterday, and every time we come in the episodes. We'll say the name of the song, and these two men, they'll go, mm. <laughs> and have a look at their notes. Like they've not made up a decision for 24 hours ago. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me put it to you this way as well, people, yeah, people of Vibe Check. I listen to the songs that morning. I listen to the songs in the morning and let it permeate throughout the day 
And then when I oh, get it's to the as well I'm today, like, I'm, like, I really made my decision. Be, I'm like, it could be one or two things. Do you know what I mean? Go on, then. What do you think <sighs> it is? Oh, you know, for me, it's it's in between a song that sums up your work and a song that reminds you of your last production. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say a song that sums up your work. Why? I'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> okay. okay, fair enough. Aruna? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, here you go. First, which first? Mm, are you sure, bro? Are you sure? Aruna, first look, look you... into my eyes. Mm-mm. What first got you into theatre? Interesting. That's interesting choice. Woman trouble got me into theatre. That is bold statements. You know what? Because the other one that I had was last production, but I was like, I don't want to say that because I might be accused of following. (laughs) I I said last production. (laughs) Hey, I want to know what the answer is. Yeah, what's the answer? Last production. Fair enough. Well done. Well done, Ben. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much, Amy. Me and you, we're on the same wavelength. I like this. Same this is going to go far. It's going to go yeah, far. One more to go. Really well. yeah. Hi. How, sorry. I'm sorry. Because you were in the show. This, this is the first time I played this song. You, you huh? strictly brought this to us and said, this is our workout playlist. Let me explain to you, yeah. You man said you this is what we use explain. all the time to warm up here. Now yeah. you've done multiple shows and have used that same playlist across multiple shows. So for me, yeah, Bodycon, oh. right, accentuates your work. Right, okay. What was the one you picked again? That, sums up that, your work. Sums up my work. No, I think you thought I think you thought about this too deeply, to be honest. <laughs> Probably. I probably did. I probably did. Okay. It was honestly, it was the first thing because I just it, it was something that I was like, it, we, as soon as you hear that music, no matter if you were in the toilet, if you were just coming up in the lift. Yeah, sure. Well, hello, mother. <laughs> I mean, are we so for, the, for the people, then for huh? the people. Yeah, yeah you, can, you, can, you, can, you can. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about why this reminds you of your last production. I'm mean, assuming the production was Crompton Nights, but yeah. What about this yeah. song? sums up that show for you i kind of i kind of already said it but say it again yes i pretty much already said it basically but yeah so um so we do we our warm-up piece body con every morning mm. we do it um and we did it to dj rusky's sort of 30 minute uh old garage school videos. garage mix and this was the first song that mm-hmm. comes on as part of the mix it's a good little mix as well Fantastic. good mix. little mix but um, yeah okay fair but no it reminded me of my last production yeah, yeah. time hmm. <laughs> intriguing yeah. intriguing I will, yeah, what was so it? Then this is how it feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? I'm okay. We're doing that one, yeah? All right. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> what did he say? He said, he said, he said this is how, how it feels. feels. Listen, on other episodes, I've been taking L's consistently because I feel like people don't understand what music's supposed to make them feel like. But anyway. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, how did it make feel? As in, how did the production or what? No, no, no. We can chat about Crompton a bit if you want to, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested. Talk, talk, yeah, what was it like being in that show and doing that tour? It, honestly, the cast, were everything to me. Mm. Seriously, cry don't, don't, don't. I'm just don't what? Say don't. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> no, the I'm honestly, not saying 
Yeah, the chemo shot. <laughs> but the, no, the cast were the cast were sick, and um, meeting Kai, Kai, Kate, Simi, Dale. I already knew mm-hmm. Mark, but shout out Mark, Zach, Nagar, Alyssa, mm-hmm. Corey. Like honestly, yeah, it's it's family, and like um, creating with these guys. <clears throat> you know when you come on a show, right? And so, like, I knew I, I knew Marcel already. I knew Corey, and I think Alyssa and, and Kai knew one another, but everybody yeah. else was pretty much new. Um, but it was like instantly we clicked, mm-hmm. instantly. And that first week, it was all about writing the music. Now, me, I'm I'm not um, I'm not musical in that way at all. As in, like, I don't write music. I never had before. So it was it was very nerve wracking. I did beatboxing. Are you mad? Like, <laughs> no, never done anything like that in my life. So like, it was it was super nerve wracking, but being in a room full of such supportive people and for people who are not only trying their best, but like pushing you to like, you know, to want the best from you as well. It was sick. It was incredible. And it was like, it's something I'd never experienced before other than working with my theatre company, well, with the theatre company that I'm part of, Strictly Arts. Like, I, I know that, I get that with them. That's that's mm-hmm. how we're set up. Um, but I'd never experienced the outside of our rehearsal rooms until concert. And it was it was just sick. It was it was fully sick and like I said I said um, to these lot like when obviously because like when Corona hit and everything we were still in the middle of the tour um, and so like when when it was like fully locked down and yeah we're not going back I was like guys like you've gone you've literally gone from strangers to castmates to friends like and and family even you know yeah. Right. you love to hear that you love it when the show's cast come together although as much as like <laughs> you love to hear the juicy stories when like cast are falling out and there's a little drama but it's so much nicer to hear when like oh wow these are people that are about it i mean don't get me wrong yeah. there were there were like little dramas like actually when i say that it's like nothing that wouldn't happen in a regular group of friends yeah or mm-hmm. in a regular group of people who are spending a lot of time together mm-hmm. um you know yeah. we made the very bold decision of deciding to stay together as a cast of eight mm-hmm. we decided to stay in one big old house for the majority of the tour mm-hmm. um you know, so there's little, of course, there's little things. It wasn't perfect all the way through, but none of it detracted from who everyone was and, and the overall thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chat to me a little bit about, um, because for for some of the people that don't know, obviously you you were like, um, you have a bit of experience with piano and stuff and you have a little bit of experience mm-hmm. with music as well before, before Cronkton. But like, talk to me about how the process of Cronkton kind of helped you specifically work on like songwriting and like um vocal arrangements and stuff as well because like i remember when we all started that wasn't stuff that i thought i could particularly do very well at all and then mm-hmm. by the time that we'd kind of kicked off in coventry and then started touring and it kind of became our show and we had to like fix things on the go um i yeah. felt like particularly you and Alyssa became and kate became like mm-hmm. the three kind of most prominent people in terms of helping keep vocal arrangements on track, keep time on track, just that, da, da, da. so like, talk to me about like, what it was about that process that helped you kind of find that voice and find those skills. You know what, I do have to say, it started in week one and I have to give credit to Conrad. Mm-hmm. Um, Conrad Murray, he's, he's a brilliant facilitator of people mm-hmm. and he 
empowers you. I found that he empowered me to um, to go there and to, to take a leap of faith because, and actually, Kai, if you remember, you remember we did that workshop. So we started rehearsals for Crankton in January, but yeah. then the, a month prior to that, oh, hello? Yeah, we're still here. Oh, no, hello? You're getting a phone call. <laughs> no, this one's gone. Oh, no. <sighs> Technical difficulties. Okay, I'll carry on for now. I'll stop doing this one. Oh, right. this is weird. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so a month prior to that, in the December, we all oh, met yeah. up for like a little workshop. Mm -hmm. Remember when you had your braids? Yep. <laughs> the LBJ. The LBJ <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember laughing at that joke. <laughs> really, really suited you. But anyway, that's the side. Um, mm. So yeah, and so even from that workshop, which was super nerve-wracking because it was only one day, like the first time we were all meeting each other. Mm. But because it, we sort of jumped in at the deep end, it really, um, I don't know, you, you just had no time to be, to be scared, particularly on that day. And so then I felt like I had a basis in which I could bring to rehearsals in the January. So then that mm. first week, I was like, oh, okay, I sort of remember this. I just have to keep, I just, in my head, I kept thinking, you just have to keep that, that freeness and that willingness to play and experiment and like, yeah, you might see something and it goes, it's a bit off where you're like, oh God, but just try, just keep going. Um, and so that, uh, using that knowledge, but then helping, um, Conrad helping to facilitate that, yeah. I have to say is, is what brought, for me, my confidence out. And then, as again, as I just said, the cast was so supportive, mm -hmm. like, it was mad supportive, like you, Alyssa, Kate, like ev everybody, everybody mm. was just super supportive and like, yeah, let's try that. Or, you know, when we were making beats or whatever mm. and someone, everyone, <laughs> the joke was like, we, every time Conrad would be like, okay, what, what are you feeling for this song? People would say, and they'd be like, yeah, yeah, give me a beat, give me a beat. And it would go silent. <laughs> and then it'd be like, Kai, give me a beat. <laughs> every time. But you know, like, and then everybody would start chipping in and mm. putting their two pence in and sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't, but there was never, I never felt um, like, I, I didn't feel scared to try actually. And so that, that sort of feeling just grew. So then when it came to, you know, when it came to like tech week, we, I mean, we had a lot of issues because unfortunately like one of the actors injured themselves a week before the night of opening. So that a whole lot of stuff was thrown up in the air, plus just other stuff going on in the background. It was sort of let it was sort of left to the cast to sort of just pull our socks up and it was like all hands on deck. All hands on deck. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> one in the front, one in the back. Not like that. But you know what I mean. <laughs> so yeah. And I I just yeah. It's that really. We were just yeah, that's wavy. Big up to yeah. Pilot and to all the co-producers for being able to foster an environment like that as well for actors. You that's know, really, really positive. Honestly, like the, the the skill that they have in putting together together a team, mm. um, it's, it's it's incredible actually. Like, yeah, in terms mm. of the cast, Corey Conrad, like it, it was stick. It just it was a blend that just worked. Mm -hmm. It really did. Um, I'm cool. concerned that this is gone and there's some lighting stuff happening here now. So. Cool. Right. Where were we? All right. 
Just a few so technical the issues. Final There's just a bit of magic before Morgan's done. <laughs> We're back in. Um, we're back. back. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. But you it's know. All right. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm gonna say. So, Amy, your last song was "Tears Dry on My Own" by Amy Winehouse, the one and only. Yes. Um, the one and only. I'm going to say this is a song that inspires you. So am I. Yeah. Oh, we're all saying the same thing. You're yeah. saying the same thing. Yeah. You're all wrong. It was my at gunpoint song. See, that was my backup <laughs> one. We need to hear you spit some bars. Oh yeah, my god! Hear. I knew you were going to do this. I haven't you warmed have up. Um, <laughs> right. I'm gonna go. <clears throat> <laughs> you should have scrawled. I know it was my straw. I'm gonna go. I can't do it. Okay, so she goes. Um... <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> Why are you so mean? I feel like this is bullying now, to be honest. Wow. Oh, <laughs> Form, you chose the question. This is, this is part of the question. Okay, okay, okay. So she goes, uh, all I'll ever... No, that's way too high. All I'll ever be to you is a darkness that you know and this regret I got accustomed to. Once it was a ride, when we were at our height, waiting for you in my hotel at night. I knew I hadn't met my match, cause every moment we could snatch, I don't know why I got so attached. It's my responsibility, you don't owe nothing to me, but to walk away, I have no capacity. Okay, that's enough. Uh, enough. Uh, come on. Yeah. Wave. I have not warmed up, guys, in probably about Three months. <laughs> it's fine. You proved you proved the point for the song, which is you know it by heart. Can recite it at gunpoint. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> is Amy Winehouse a big favorite of, you, of yours then? Yeah, I think she's my favorite artist of all time. Um, mm-hmm. She's I don't know, like lyrically, like she. Okay, so I wasn't really I, I didn't really listen to her when she released Frank. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. I think I was probably still on some like Sugar Babes vibe or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, but then in two right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story. So 2006, I believe. So I was I was 15 years old in 2006. So you do the maths. Um, and I went to the clothes show in Birmingham at the NEC. And so me and my friend went, we had a really good day and it's like lots of stores and then you get to like go and watch a fashion show at the end. And so I went and watched this fashion show, sat down, waiting for it to start. And like everyone's chit chat, chit chat, and they're announcing something, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then this girl comes out, and I swear to God, she was just in like a little white vest top. She had some jeans on, them little flat ballet pump things that she used to wear. And it was, she had this massive hair, massive, massive hair. And it was just this woman and a guy on a keyboard. And she sang Rehab. And I was like, <laughs> like honestly like her voice just you know if it was a film like yeah fully if it was a film it would be one of them moments you know when the camera proper you know like that zoom that they do in Jaws you know where it like looks like <laughs> what was that oh because I was just like oh my god who is this angel <laughs> right and anyway so like since then I was like nah she's sick like everything about her, her vibe like like th- how casual she was at this big you know this big event 
um, and she just came, just sang so effortlessly. Mm. And I was just like, nah, she's incredible. And she's called Amy. It's great. So then, she's quite <laughs> alive. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I was, honestly, I was like blown away. And then from that moment, like, and then it was the same year that she released Back to Black. Mm-hmm. I listened to that album. Oh, my God. You know what? I've still got the CD, right? It's at my parents' house. And I am surprised that it can still play. Because, like, <laughs> <They're statues. laughs> I listened to it again and again and again and again. Like, it, it, it became an obsession. And, like, mm. I don't know, like, her lyrics just spoke to me in a way. And then um, Tears Dry on Their Own, especially. I remember, like, my first, like, proper relationship that I was in at school. And um, when, when, it, when it all crumbled as, you know, it was inevitable. And I remember my friend, my friend was like, oh, he gave me, um, he had an iPod mm. and he was like, here, you can, you can take this to lesson. You can listen to it. Cause he knew like, I was sad and everything. I was like, oh, thanks. So I was like flicking through. And then that song was on. I just kept listening to it again and again and again. And it just, it empowered me. I'm not going to lie. It really did. And <clears throat> I think that song is like, like I say, she's like my favorite artist of all time, but that song is probably like my favorite song of all time mm. as well. There's just something about it. I like the whole, just like that whole album because Mark Ronson produced it anyway, and they did like a real sort of sixties um, sort of throwback on it. Um, mm. You know, like this hot sixties girl group type of sound, mm-hmm. um, and it, it was just great. And then, like, obviously, then I bought Frank, got obsessed over Frank, like. <laughs> Like even to now, I think as a, as an album, I think Frank is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, she's I... just great, and I was just yeah. It, it's sad that she. It's sad, you know, mm-hmm. how it all ended. But I think yeah. actually, it, was, it kind of was inevitable. Semi unrelated question: What's your opinion of Georgia Smith? That's a semi unrelated. <laughs> Why is that funny? Don't worry, we'll get to we'll, that. We'll get, we'll get to, to it. That. We'll get to it. Um, okay, my opinion on Georgia Smith. I like her. Um, I, I do like her voice. I like um, I like her music, but I'm not... I have to be honest, a lot of artists, I feel, sort of have sort of come off in the same vein as Amy, and they've tried to sort of do the whole Amy <laughs> He's saying it. I told you. I've agreed with that though. I've agreed with that point before. So well, the reason why I asked that question was we're gonna throw back Morgan. I want you to clip in the bit from Tristan's episode where <laughs> I said I would argue that George Smith is basically the next um, what's her name? Uh drug uh what's her name? Amy Winehouse. Huh? Oh no, please! I don't want that. Can you can you remove that from her life? I think she's better. I think she's better than Amy Winehouse. That's my opinion. How do I leave this meeting? Four years. Not now. Not now. And I agree that you you don't get George Smith without Amy Winehouse. I I, I stand by that point. In four years, I think George Smith will be at the same bar, if not better. I don't think she's going to be as willing to take risk ah, as Amy mm, no, Elaborate, I'm, elaborate. As in, like, okay, so you lot must have seen that interview where she's where Amy's talking, because she was, like, obsessed with that period of time, and it? And there was, there's something about her writing that is very much about, like, the bleeding heart, like, 
like she even says it in an interview. She's like, I don't care if you don't love me. Mm-hmm. I will lay down in the ro- in the middle of the road and I'll prove to you. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I will, I will give my my right arm for this mm-hmm. love. And mm-hmm. I, uh, Amy writes through, like she wrote through pure pain, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying that Georgia doesn't or can't or mm-hmm. won't get to that, but you have to remember that my girl died when she was 27. So the majority of the work that she did. She was like late teens, early twenties. Now that is huge. Yeah, that's what I said. Four years. That that's what I said. Four years. Give Georgia four years. She'll be twenty-seven well, as well. Yeah, but mm, yeah, yeah. My, mm, I think my point She's is not... that mm. she ain't half. You can see the the validity in the in the statement, can't you? Like me. Yeah, I feel. I feel like. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! No I one's giving me a cup like, like Amy isn't. She's. I have to say it, but she's an icon. Mm. As in, like mm. I didn't say anything if, about if, like a bigger icon. Like Amy will always be yeah, a bigger yeah. icon, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Musically, I think they will be at the same level. If not, Georgia might be slightly better. I don't know. No. I know. I know. This isn't to shit on Georgia because I do really like her. Mm. No, yeah. Really like both, her. Everyone in this call is big fans of Amy and Georgia Smith, just for the record. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm sorry, Ben. I've, I've had a whole. I've had this argument for an hour long with these two and Ewa. Uh, Ewa Gina, director, big up. But uh, yeah, I mean, there weren't enough counterpoints, so I feel like it's still a valid statement, and we'll find out in four years' time. This is the hill I will die on. This is the hill I will die on. One of the many hills, but I'm here. I just know. I just I can't. Uh, no. <laughs> She's really trying. By this I'm sorry. I'm looking. I'm, like, I'm disturbed by it. I didn't know. Like, you know what? The thing I feel like Amy had soul, and I don't feel like Georgia has soul. No, I can't support that. I statement. feel like she's soul, no, 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 but no. I don't feel like she has soul. I can. Yes, I support it wholeheartedly. <laughs> I, I feel she don't. No, she's soulful, but she don't have soul. Like <laughs> she imitates soul. Oh my god! Yes, that's even worse. No, 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 no. I can't. You know, you know, you know, you know what? You know what? You know what? I, I would. I won't, I won't agree with that one. I, I would say she imitates soul. Her tone is soulful. She's got experiences that lend herself to the genre of music that she makes. I wouldn't say she's imitating it. I just think that, like what you said earlier, Amy, when Amy Winehouse wrote them songs, there was passion and it was raw. And the only time I've ever felt that from Georgia Smith's songs so far has been Blue Lights. That's the only time I can hear that I'm like... She's like got one album this. out. She's got, she's got an album and two EPs. Damn. Then there's soulful songs on the TV. I need to Amy bring Winehouse, I can't Amy do this whole now. Name two. Name two. Name two. This is this right. I'm gonna have to bring up the songs now. This is turning <laughs> into a crash. <laughs> I can't we can't do this in the interview. You can, we absolutely can. George no, and Amy. Like, got a time you know, it's a like, 40 to 50 minute episodes. <laughs> when this drops, um, if you want to see this clash live, yeah, it, if you want to see this like clash, then. we'll record the clash happily. We will record the clash yeah. happily. If this episode, where are we on? If this episode gets 100 likes, because we ain't got any likes on YouTube at the moment. If this episode gets 100 likes, we're going to record the clash live. Okay? Yes. We'll put it to the people. Because I will die on this hill. We'll get anyone especially to back the corner. And I need an independent adjudicator. 
what what makes you feel what makes you feel like that is the case like for you i feel like the trajectory that georgia is on and where amy was by the time she finished they were gonna cross and overlap purely because as long as georgia doesn't die in the next four years like she's got more like if we're putting it down to the time like in the time that we're living in now georgia's got Mm -hmm. more assets available to her to develop her sound there's just more opportunities there anyway. But I think in a natural way that humans, but also I think in the natural way that humans just develop as people and in the skills that they are, that trajectory, that thing I was talking about, that that will just improve to the same point as well. I feel like that's bogus. Sorry! You're now talking about, you're now talking about um, about what's av- what's available as in technology and opportunity. Amy didn't need technology and opportunity. I'm telling you, the girl stood on yeah, the stage I, I, in front yeah. of how many people and with the keyboard. I agree, <laughs> but I'm saying that I think this is a bonus. That that is a bonus on top of that is yeah. pushing forward my statement more. That is going to make it more likely to happen. Hundred likes. Let's, we'll have no, we'll have okay. an in depth conversation. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Let's agree to disagree until we get the hundred likes, and All right. then. All right. All right, and the people will know about that. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the last song in the episode. Um, this was chosen by Aruna Jello, and the song was not that song. That's a different song. The song was. It's by Ego LMA, and the song was. I can't see it because my phone is doing backflips. So if anyone's got it already shout girls. girls don't sing girls don't have to sing about boys girls don't sing about boys girls don't always sing about boys shambolic professionalism yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah amy we sent a song to you yeah. you yeah you know what i was so excited when i first played it and then instantly like within the first two lines i was like no no, no i have to get the lyrics <laughs> oh, i thought i had to um, I paused and then I yeah, went search the lyrics and I was like, oh my god! Instantly, I saved it to my liked songs on Spotify. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just it it was so refreshing because, like, I I grew up on a lot of like nineties R and B, and. And all them songs are basically about love, about heartbreak, falling in love, cheating, uh, you know, going to the club and fight. Do you know what I mean? All this kind of thing. And I was like, this is so refreshing to hear someone say that they don't want, they don't have to, and they don't want to sing about this inner song. Mm -hmm. Um, It made me really think about the chorus. Made me really... (laughs) It made me really think about my life in terms of as a woman what is expected of you and then because of that the pressures that you put on yourself um and i really like that because oftentimes i feel like particularly at the age that i'm at now is that i'm seeing my friends around me who have you know done the marriage thing or had had kids and all this and i'm thinking I should have done that. You know, why haven't, why haven't I done that yet? And then I'm like, well, actually, but I have, I decided to follow a path of, of career first. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it, it sort of, it made me feel less guilty about some of the things actually, mm. it's just mm. really bizarre. Mm. Um, 
in the sense that within three and a half minutes or however long the song is, it had such a profound effect on, on my thoughts and feelings. Um, I was really excited that you sent it to me and I wanted to know, I, I wondered who picked it mm. and why you sent that song. So when I listened to the songs that you sent, they were very much to do with um, what you were talking about, romance and different aspects of that. And you see that throughout the ages. Mm -hmm. And originally I sent, the song I sent for it was called Drowning Tonight but, uh, by the same artist. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, oh no, this is not what I actually want to send. So when Kaya kind of said, wait, have you sent the songs yet? I was like, okay, I can finally change it. <laughs> 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 so I can, I can actually send this song. Because mm -hmm. in this, she's undoing everything that I feel like, I, I grew up in a house with like predominantly women. So the whole idea of romance and you need to be bride ready by this age, you need to start thinking about kids, you need to start doing this, forget a career, or where you even see that in a workplace, in a nine to five, where mm. um, with maternal leave, if you have a child, you might less likely to get a job and stuff like that. And she's pretty much saying women don't always want to talk about these things. We are much more than just this. Yeah. I've, and when she started listing all the books she was reading, behavioral habits, and yes. she's abundant in knowledge and she has a lot more to give. I was like, this is a very important message to share and just undo what, in a way, what Beyonce has been forced to do by her father. What like, like, do you know what I mean? So that's why I chose it to undo. Basically. Yeah. No, I was, I was very grateful that you sent the song actually. Like I say, I, I clicked that like button straight away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, it's totally that it's like, because it's not to say that, like, so me as a person, it's not to say that I don't want those things or I don't, you know, aspire to have those things. I do. But it's like, actually, don't feel bad that you haven't already done it. Because I feel like as women, there's, well, as people, there's so much pressure on men for various reasons. There's pressure on women for various reasons. And it was nice to hear someone singing, um, basically, fuck the pressure. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and it's, it's interesting, actually, that you bring up Beyonce there in saying, like, you know, her father, like, forcing her to do certain things. Because, actually, like, in terms of her, she, she has been very career-driven. Mm. She has been very mm. career-driven. Um, even though it, with that career, like, she's been singing about all these things like, that you should be doing. Like, single ladies is a prime example. People always talk about that. The Beyonce's there going, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, but she's married. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm not saying she can't do that, but it's just, it's always very interesting to, you know, what artists sing about and promote compared to how they actually live their mm. real life. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that's important? Because, like, this, this kind of reminds me of what, like, I was talking about in another show with Patrice. He was saying that Bob Marley was who he was because of how he lived his life. Mm -hmm. He wasn't just like he was giving money to people, giving land to people. And that like took his music further. He wasn't just 
singing about what he was you know his ideologies he was actually living it so do you think that's important an artist has to reflect that like in their music i think so i think um for me if you reflect that in your music i will connect a lot more with you mm-hmm. um honesty is such a big factor pardon honesty is such a big factor i think yeah massively if 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 i can feel your um <laughs> your genuineness your genuity. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I said genuity in, in a rehearsal room and everybody laughed at me because I think I made up a word. But my, if, you, if I can feel your genuineness through song, I will connect way more way more with your music and with you as an artist. Um, and it's, it's interesting, like, I think Beyonce is great. I mean, we, we watched um, Homecoming again while we were on yeah. tour, just for the love of the game. But, like... I, I can I love I I like Beyonce's music and I can appreciate her as an artist. However, there's a disconnect for me that I find with her and, uh, as a person. I'm talking like I'm Noah. I don't know. There's just something that eh, it doesn't quite. And t- and then when she released Lemonade, I was like, oh, I think for me that was why it was such a it was a game changing album. Mm-hmm. Um, Lemonade for me and my relationship with Beyonce <laughs> but um but even but even after then and since then now the dust has completely settled on that I still have questions mm-hmm. even surrounding that album now mm-hmm. and I still mm-hmm. there's still things that I'm like mm. mm-hmm. and I hate, I hate to bring it back to Amy but I'm gonna but that's one of the reasons why I, I connected with her music so much is mm-hmm. because she wrote honestly from the heart you know um um, what's the song? What is it about men? I'm Frank, and basically she's talking about you know her how her dad having an affair, how that massively impacted her, and she talks about her Freudian slip and all this. Is basically I'm saying I'm I'm now gonna cheat on you. I saw my dad cheat on my mom, so I'm I'm it's inevitable. I'm gonna cheat on you, or or my man's gonna cheat on me. Um, that that it just feels raw and honest, and I I, I can't I. I can get down with that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so th- anyway, going back to Ego LMA, I'm definitely going to check out some more of her music because that was like, oh, good. She just released the album, so that's from her new album. So yeah, like, she's, yeah, she, yeah, it's a, it's a great album. Like, I'm not going to say too much about it, but yeah, it's yeah, a great album. To that as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure as well that um her album is the first album to be released from john boyega's record label so no yeah it is big ups to boyega right now but yeah oh wow 100 amy thank you very much for coming on it's been Mm. a pleasure thank you for having me it's been great great. it's nice to um see all your smiling faces Mm -hmm. Ah. likewise (laughs) um stay tuned everyone for Vibe check the wheel up, the post show, which Aim will be featured in, which you can catch on our Patreon. So, you know, if you've got a bit of spare change, listen, I know, I know it's been a bit rough, but hey, listen, man, we, we hungry. Somehow my love is big feeling, but it's intangible. Wow. Fuck the long shit keeps I can't change my energy, can't fake it. When I'm with you, I feel I can fly. Fly. Fly.
Stasis, not rugby, you won't yep. tackle my yep. prime. Fat prime, wap prime, wap prime, wap prime.